I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. Hey, man. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Greetings, greetings, greetings. (laughs) Welcome to our conversation. Yes. Today is different, like we said. Uh, we are recording this episode actually live on Facebook to our podcast listeners. So we want to welcome Facebook Live um, into this conversation as well. And today we're just going to talk about pop culture. Yes, this is as we get ready to dive into season three. Yes, we're excited. Excited about episode, this may be about episode 30, 31. I, 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 I don't can't know. can't believe it, but it's like one year from Yes, to the this actual month. premiere yeah, this, of that live podcast. Our first podcast launched the first, the Wednesday, first Wednesday in, in April. April of 21. Yes. In the middle of the it's pandemic. It's our one year anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. Yes. It's our anniversary. Yes. <laughs> so we're excited about that. We're yes. excited about that. So that's why we wanted to do something a little different. Yes. And don't don't get excited and don't get used to this because I doubt if we continue to go live. Isn't that our thing? We may do some videos in this year. Yep. Some things to show on our social media page and, of course, to add to our website. We have a website that just launched in March. Yes. The website is HiramAndGina.com. Correct. So you can check out and you can get our podcast on our website as well. So You can go there and catch up, you know. In addition to, of course, all major streaming platforms. Exactly. So one year. Oh, my God. So much has changed in the world. Like today we're going to talk, you know, pop culture, just things that we've seen on the news, social media, that sort of thing. Just kind of give our opinion. Very light today. Um, but so much has changed just even in the last year since this podcast premiered. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things, you know, issues. and But the world is different. We're in a different space. Continues to than, change. Yeah, than we were in April of 2021. Um, even just with COVID, of course, just difference um, than where we were then. And so this is interesting. Um, let's see. Let's dive into it. Naturally, you know, we're doing this live, so we know where we are. <laughs> um, this entire week, I'm kind of over it at this point, about if I'm being honest. But Some of the Oscars? Yes, this entire week, that has dominated <laughs> everything yes i mean the news social media like people are discussing it at work at work like everyone's discussing it and i'm yes. i'm kind of over it 
Um, but I think that it brings up the issue of you, you, t- you, t- you mentioned this when we talked about this um, mm-hmm. the other day that for us, what we wanted to talk about, not so much getting into the details, because I think it's been discussed enough, right. you know, who's right, who's wrong, whatever, but just an overall issue of self-control. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you were talking about. Right. So we realized that um, we all have to. We all have to. I mean, years ago on my report card when I was in elementary school, <laughs> it was a thing on there that says exercise self-control, and it was a check. Even did you then, have a problem exercising self-control? No, what were you doing? I didn't. I just didn't understand why <laughs> that was on the report card. I, 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 you, how do you get a grade on that? But <laughs> even in grade school, teachers observed your attitude, Mm -hmm. your character, your temperament, all of those things. And so, of course, as you continue through all levels of education, as you continue through work, they give you evaluations and they give you uh, manuals on uh, how you are supposed to conduct yourself and the things you should and should not do. So uh, being able to uphold and understand and establish self-control really should not be new to us. Now, yes, there are things that bother us or, you know, deal that we have to deal with from anxiety, stress. And mm-hmm. I can understand Will Smith was kind of stressed or having some anxiety from some things Jada Pickett was going through with her hair, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... Seeing her dealing with what is it called? Alopecia. Right. It's a and very w- real thing. And what know. is it? Um, it's a situation where, you know, hair loss occurs. Um, and it could be there's different types of alopecia and it could be for different reasons. But for anyone, men and women, hair loss is, you know, it, it it's emotional. Me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's emotional um to the point where men and women, you know, a lot of times we will do whatever it takes to try to hold on to that little hair that's left or whatever, strand. you know, and I can only imagine it's it's difficult, you know, no matter who you are, because your hair is it's a part of your appearance and you want to feel comfortable and you want to feel confident. I can only imagine when you are a famous person, you know, and people are always looking at you and always judging you. Um, and especially on a night like that night, the Oscars, Oscars where the entire world is watching, yes. you got to do red carpet. It's a lot. So I can only imagine. Um, and so definitely don't want to minimize that. But then also what's unique about us, um, and we have some friends as well, we, we've read Will's book. Yes. Um, and he talks about when you mention, you know, we all deal with some some things, some issues, anxiety, trauma. From elementary. Yes. And he's dealt with some things. Um, he's, he talked about it extensively in his book where he's had instances in his life where he did, where not, he stand did not stand up for, you know, people he loved, particularly his mother mm-hmm. and how that has followed him through yes. his entire life. He felt like. I was a coward is what he said. Mm -hmm. He felt like I didn't stand up for her, you know, and that has really bothered him throughout his life. And so when that type of trauma or those memories, when it, those insecurities that we have, um, when that rises up in you, you know, like you said, in a moment, we still have to be cautious enough to be able to exercise self-control. And and I could see psychologically, he had a moment where, uh, Jada, this woman, and his mother, 
and mm-hmm. him that his wife. Had, but I'm saying he <laughs> had a transformed moment of seeing his mother being attacked mm-hmm. and him verbally not by the father and not doing nothing. And if I don't, if I don't say anything, if I don't defend, I'll am I a coward to be again? That coward, right? And yeah. so he he felt at that moment that he needed to react. Now, mm-hmm. my great aunt used to say all the time, "Think twice." speak or act once and Mm -hmm. so uh he should have had and did some Mm self-control he should have did it was not the moment he was wrong no doubt about it he was totally wrong right you know um and like you said i love that think twice respond once yeah because you know we have to be so careful here's a person in this situation um and i'm you know i've had conversations about it this week you know the the impact or, you know, later the repercussions that he may have to face as a result of this is minor compared to what you or I. Oh. <laughs> you know, so for me, it's like, it's an award ceremony. It's, you know, it's not real life. What he did was very real. Oh, it was very but real. But the repercussions are not as hard as if I did that, if I was at my place of work or somewhere else. And so my thing with that is that, but this is a moment that, you know, you've worked really hard for. And he put in the work and you've been working your whole life to get to this moment. It was very special for you. Keep in mind, a few years ago, Will and Jada led the pact in, um, you know, saying we're going to protest against the Oscars and we're going to, you know, because they're not being welcoming and this right. sort of thing. And so um, it's a, it's absolutely a, a, a table that you wanted a seat at, right? Right. So it's important and to be recognized for your contribution to the arts and um, deserving. He was very deserving in that moment. And so he's worked very hard for that moment. And then in the twinkling of an eye, you know, something happens, something sets us off. And if we don't have self-control, we forever tarnish something that we've worked, something we've taken time to build. I look at Will and I think about him in uh, the early episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where he pointed, I didn't notice this, he pointed it out, but he was so green at acting that he would learn all the characters' lines and you could see his lips moving right. because that's how he knew how to do his scenes. You could see the other characters are talking and he's moving his mouth saying their lines, you know, and I see him in movies like Six Degrees of Separation and then you see him in a movie like King Richard. Yes. And it's such a difference. You see him in movies like The Pursuit of Happiness. Well, he advanced, yes. Concussion. And it's such a difference. And so you see the building and the work that he's put in to get to this moment, but yet... You know, you've grown significantly in that area and perfecting your craft, but yet there's still some growing to do. And and again, when it comes to your personal yes. self control, and it's because you know, again, looking at it is from what we know from his book of what happened as a childhood, mm-hmm. as a child, and what he dealt with psychologically, cognitively, emotionally, mm-hmm. to even now that just triggered Mm -hmm. and at this point he figured you know i could do something about it Mm -hmm. especially you know looking at uh king richard Mm -hmm. the movie the father he just played you know maybe he thought he was being king richard maybe he was still in that mode but either way but what we have to remember for all of us your actions have consequences no matter what and here's the thing that i want people to take away from this self-control is so important you know for all of us and in every aspect of our lives it could happen to us we've all been pushed you know but we need to remember to always try to be conscious enough to take a moment yes you know at least a moment pause before you react because in this situation you know um 
if he loses projects or things like that and it affects him financially. You know, yes, he's an artist. He wants to work, I'm sure. But financially, his family is secure. They, right. They're not going to miss a meal if he does not work again or if he does not get, you know, it takes years for him to build, rebuild this. But for a lot of people, I don't want you to look at this and think, yeah, that's I, that's what I should do. You go to that job and do that and see what happens. You know, you may not be able to recover from that. You may, you know, have some consequences that literally really affect you. And so even if it's not financially, emotionally, there are decisions that we make that we are spending years recovering from emotionally, all because we acted on impulse. Well, we we are living in a time, and and I don't want to prolong on this, but we're living in a time where this could have went, especially if you're talking about doing it at your job or in someone's house or somewhere. I mean, we live in a a time where concealed carry, you know, Chris Rock could have retaliated in so many different ways. That could have gone so He was such a bigger person. But what about... Because he maintained self-control in that moment. Because for most people, if someone puts their hands on you, your natural instinct is to defend yourself physically, right? right? And to hit back. And so imagine, like you said, if Chris Rock had done that, it could have really gone left and this conversation could be different. Um, But he managed to maintain his self-control in that moment. And that's all we're saying is we get it. Life happens. People say things, whether, and I don't, I honestly, my opinion is just my opinion. You know, we, this our conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Chris Rock was being intentionally malicious, but I don't know Chris Rock. I'm not in his head. Just like, I don't know Will and what, you know, I'm just going by what we read in the book. Um, but there are times in your life when people are being intentionally malicious exactly. and you know they are. Right. But you still, still have, have the remain. responsibility yes. for you and yes. how you act. And so that's all we're saying. So that's been a thing this week. You know, it is dominated the headlines every day. There's a new part to it. Um, you know, and it's just like the main thing, the main takeaway I felt was what you had talked about was exercise and self-control. Right. You gotta think twice. In all situations. But a lot of times. Um, you know, when you when you're unable to exercise self control, it's because, like we said, with will how you don't have peace um, in with certain things or certain situations or things that have happened to you, so you haven't had a chance. Past, to, present, exactly. You don't have peace about that situation or that feeling mm-hmm. that, in his case, being a coward gave you. So you feel like I need to. Yes. So speaking of peace, <laughs> I saw a video. Um, Steve Harvey was doing a podcast. They were like interviewing him live and he was talking about a bunch of things. It was really good. You know, if you get a chance, I would say take a listen because he talks about a lot, you know, mistakes he's made financially and how he recovered and things you need to look out for. Um, and so he was one of the um, the little pieces that they had posted. He was talking about the value of peace in his life. And he talked about it in general, just being at peace. But he talked about, you know, his wife, uh, Marjorie, and he was just saying how being with her literally changed his life Mm. because for the first time in his life, he had a peaceful home. And he talked about how, you know, there had been times in his life where, and he was, you know, joking with with the guys that were interviewing him. And he's like, I know you know about this. You probably didn't experience it where he's like, you know, I got to sit in my car for a couple hours outside my house you know, before I can even go in because I'm trying to prep and prime myself just to go in because I'm not at peace with this situation and there's no peace in my home. There's strife. But it's not even just true of relationships. 
It's true of jobs. I had a job where every morning I would sit in the parking lot. When I would get there, I would sit in the parking lot. I would pray. I would wusa. I would <laughs> breathe because I never knew what I was walking, walking into, into. Yeah. with the supervisor that I had at the time. I did. I never knew what type of day it was going to be, you know, until I got there. And that was stressful for me because there was just no peace in that place. And um, he that's what he was talking about. And so what are your thoughts on that? He was just saying, like, you know, now he's at a point in his life where he has peace himself and he has a peaceful home. And that's made all the difference for him personally and professionally. He's seen his career blossom. He went into detail to talk about how it's impacted his career. Right. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's big. And again, it's it's more of when you say when a person doesn't have peace it's because of a stressor mm -hmm. or some type of anxiety and he could go out and I'm sure Steve Harvey was doing Steve Harvey. Steve mm -hmm. Harvey been working since we, you know, he pretty keeps much. A bunch of no, jobs. I mean, all the way back to the Apollo. <laughs> Apollo. You know, he was doing Apollo radio and yeah, TV show. So at he's the same always time. worked. So I'm sure, you know, we know a little of his history. He was still finances was not an issue per se. Mm -hmm. But it's sad when you can't go home or how I say a lot of time, you don't have a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. A peace of mind is big and you should definitely be able to have that peace within your home. Mm -hmm. And so many people are living that life today where they don't have that peace. They can't wait to get up and go to work. Or like you said, some people was at work. They can't wait to get home. When you somewhere, somehow can't find your yes. peace, it's it's funny. I, I'm thinking of Medea when I think about, you know, Medea be like, I got a peace. Peace be still. <laughs> I got a peace. Like, I got peace. Like, I'm going, no, I'm going to have peace because my peace going to ensure my peace. <laughs> but again, that's like Will Smith. And we don't want that. <laughs> We're we not saying that. We please. don't want you to. Uh, revert to what we any want, kind though. of violence. Exactly, but you mentioned something you said about, you know, your peace of mind. Here's the thing. Even when you get to the point where you personally may have peace of mind, like you're at peace, but your home or your work environment is not peaceful, what you want is because you're at peace and you go into these environments and it's like, Ooh, hoo, hoo, like a Sinclair living single, ooh, 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 you're trying to maintain your peace it's a thing that that potentially disrupts your peace. Well, and so what you want, you don't want those situations if you can help it, you know, your home, right. whatever. And then, and then we have to make, we have to set the difference. Peace, you know, is one thing. Mm -hmm. Being content is another. And sometimes we settle for being content and act like that's peace, where you're still not, uh, happy, you're still kind of disrupted, and you can mm -hmm. be easily moved by anything. You have just become content. Mm -hmm. And we have to be careful. We think we okay. Nothing has really happened. Mm -hmm. The trigger hasn't went off or whatever. So we, we'll say we're at peace, but really we in content. Another thing we, you know, when we talk about, like he was talking specifically about his home life was not, he had never had, is what he said, a peaceful home life. And that could be for a variety of reasons. You know, he was saying his wife had created this peaceful home um, where he was his able, current wife. his current wife, yes. where he was able to prosper. But there are people that they don't want to go home because of, you know, the relationship that they're in. That's a mess. That's not peaceful. You know, people have children that are See like dealing. Well, it's two things. It's parents that are stressed 
because of their children. Like if you have a child that's dealing with some issues and things like that, and you're like, okay, I know when I go home, I got to deal with, you know, this child and, and that's causing, you know, um, impacting your peace. But then you got to think about your children. Like you were about to say, I think, and you correct me, there are children that they're like, their home is not peaceful because they feel the tension and the arguing or whatever with, with the parents in the home. The adults. And they don't want to go home. And they don't want to come home. They rather, I, when I was in high school, oh my God, I had people that I went to high school with that would tell me that they were in every club, every activity, and they would fill up their day after school with activities. So they would literally be at the school until the school closed. And then they would go home at like nine o'clock every day. So they would stay at school. They would do all these like practices, these activities, these meetings. They would do their homework. And then so by the time they went home, all they had to do was go to bed. Right. They didn't have to deal with anyone. They didn't have to deal with anything because they would say, you know, some of them had parents that were dealing with addiction and things like that. Parents going to, should have been going through a divorce. They would say, I wish they would get a divorce already, you know, because there was just that much tension. Um, I remember one girl had a sibling that was out of control and, you know, was causing havoc in the home, you know, would fight with the parents and then mm -hmm. with the, and it was just too much. And she was like, I can't. And so all these types of things, you know, could be happening that, you know, keeps a person from being at peace in their home. And so be mindful too that a lot of times if you feel in that tension in your home and your home ain't peaceful, <laughs> understand that your kid feel the same thing. The dog, the cat, the goldfish, everybody's everybody. feeling the anxiety everybody. and stress. You come in the house, the dog go in the basement because they know anything can like happen at any time. It's like me not wanting to go to work. They yeah. just don't know what they're going to get. Just don't know. And people can feel. So, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, husband and wife say, well, we're going to stay together. For the kids. For the kids. And Ooh. the children are saying, please. Please just get a divorce already. <laughs> right. Please. So, you know, be mindful. Peace is is for you. Peace is for your mind, your body, your soul. But it's, it's for your environment, too. You want a peaceful environment. And you have the right to create that peace. Yes. Create that environment. It's so important who you attach yourself to. You know, as well, someone who has the same thought process that same desire for peace, like, because if you're on that peaceful wave, you know, and then someone else just wants to raise hell, I mean, that's going to clash, you know? So someone who, like he was saying, his wife, his current wife, you know, she was creating this peaceful environment. I guess they were on the same page about that, you know? Because for me, I used to always say, people would be like, be his peace. No, you need to find peace in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't need you to be my peace. And I don't, I'm not going to be responsible for being your peace. Right. But what I need you to do is not disrupt my peace. Because mm -hmm. I, I have peace. I, I have a peace in, in my relationship with God. And I don't, so I don't need you to be my peace. I just need you to not disrupt my peace. And I need to not do the same to you. True. You know, and so create that peaceful environment, whatever that takes. You know, um, if that means you need to, you know, do therapy, coaching, counseling, whatever, do that because it's so important. He was just talking about how it made such a difference oh, yeah. in his life. And it's the same for all of us. It can make a difference, whether it's professionally, whether it's your health. Yes. You know, um, it definitely, definitely plays a role. Um, but speaking about relationships, I saw an Instagram post and I saved it. It said, women say making a man a meal is traditional and requires a ring, but having his baby doesn't. 
The person said, I swear we're living in hell. LOL. Another person replied to him and said, not married, different last names, multiple baby fathers, but making a person a plate is where they draw the line. Please help me understand. Let's do better, people. So, of course, people responded to them and said the same thing. Like, I saw a woman responded, and she said the same thing about me. And she said, not married, different last names, multiple baby mothers, but um, putting a ring on it is where they draw the line. But we should deal with all of this. Please make me understand. So a lot of comments about it. You know, I saw a TikTok video. This girl had an interesting concept. She was like, she's treating her dating life like a um, like a direct TV or Comcast subscription. Oh. She said she has been going above and beyond for these boyfriends, right? Mm-hmm. And these people that she's dated in her past, she's done wifey things. You know, um, they was getting a wife subscription on a girlfriend plan. And she was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to give you wife benefits and you've only subscribed to the girlfriend plan. She was like, so you're going to get the basic cable service. You're going to get the base plan at DirecTV because that's all you paying for. Until you're willing to upgrade and pay for a, a better plan, then, you know, you just continue to get these basic benefits. I'm not about to tell you I'm going to be cooking for you. I'm not doing that. She was like, I'm not helping you with your taxes. I'm not <laughs> doing all of that. That's wife stuff because that's building our future. Right. She was like, you know, I'm not watching your kids. She was like, I'm not your wife. Your wife is your partner and they should help you do that. She was like, now, we got subscription plans going over here. If you want to subscribe to the base plan, I'll give you the services that comes with the bare base minimum. plan. The bare, bare minimum. If you want to subscribe to the fiancé plan or the wife plan, you know, then you get those services. So it was it was kind of like this. It was cool where they're saying, like, you know, you're saying um, that there's a thing between, like, this is too traditional, but yet you're doing all these other things over here. Where the girl on TikTok was like, I refuse. I'm done. I'm not doing all those things until you actually make it official. Right. Some people, you know, it's funny. We we get into these as we talk about situationships. Mm-hmm. And we we do because we just want to do with the intentions many times of husband and wife or putting it on paper, which mm-hmm. we have an episode coming out about that. Yep. But at the same time, some people at the beginning of their situationship says, yeah, I don't want this. I've been there. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they make these little deals. We talk about growth and development all the time. Mm-hmm. People change. Mm-hmm. And so you need to come back and have a conversation. But I found out some people are scared to have those conversations because yeah. of what we talked about in the beginning. six years ago. Right. We didn't want this and didn't want that. And sometimes it's because of past bad marriages or past yeah. bad relationships. They just felt like we'll just let it go and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. you six years in now. Now I've changed. Yeah. And, and this is a good relationship. This is working. Yeah. People get afraid. Well, if we put it on paper. Is, is a relationship going to change? Well, are you going to change? We're all going to change to a degree, whether you put it on paper or not. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you need to do the right thing for you. And if you feel like now you desire this person to be my spouse, mm-hmm. to be my legal you know, partner, you need to have those conversations. Yes. Don't be afraid to have those conversations. And if you have truly changed and this is the way you desire and want it, you need to say, I'm looking, I'm needing, I'm desiring this now. I might have didn't need that or want that six years yeah. ago. But today, this is what you I just want. You have to be honest about you it. You have to be honest. You know, like I felt like the girl, you know, on TikTok, she was honest that, you know, I may have done this in the past, but today 
I'm not doing it. This right. is where I draw the line. I have limits. You know, I have a boundaries. And we all have standards. In relationships. And it's fine, whatever yours are. Maybe, you know, like the like the uh, the post on Instagram when they're like, oh, you you know, you do this, do this. But this is where I draw the line. They were saying, you know, you can have a baby, you can do whatever, but fixing your plate is too traditional. Washing yeah. your clothes. I don't, whatever your thing is, you do. Um, but you just need to be clear about it, you know, and that this is what I'm willing to do and this is what I'm not willing to do. And if that changes and if you do desire more, like you said, be honest about it and do it unapologetically that, you know, I've changed. Right. I, I now want something different. I want more or whatever the case, you know, like the girl said, well, you that don't work for me anymore. I'm putting people on a, on a uh, plan. I saw a post um, about Issa Rae, the okay. actress. And, um, you know, she's a newlywed. And this happens so much to people, when you, women especially. You know, right after you get married, people are on baby watch. <laughs> and so she was saying... First come love, then come marriage, <laughs> then comes the baby. That's, you know, they, they looking for a baby carriage. So... She did a post. I guess she had put on a few pounds. And so people were like, hey. Because she was happy. They were just, yeah, she's just enjoying her life. And so people were like, oh, like, you know, you're pregnant. And they just was running overboard. And we've seen, especially with celebrities, we've seen them do it time and time again with celebrities. You know, one month they saying this person's pregnant. And then we see, like, they really weren't pregnant. Or we think that they weren't, you know, um, because we don't end up seeing a baby. But her post was just like, leave me alone. You know, she used some other <laughs> words. But she was just basically like, leave me alone. Mind your business. Can I just eat, drink, and be merry in peace? Yeah. Like, stop clocking my uterus, you know? Ooh. And that just really irritates me, you know, that that I feel like people really need to stop doing that because you just don't know what people are going through. Well, you don't know what the struggle you is. You don't know. Like, there could be, a like... You just don't know. Like, in her case, she was like, yeah, I gain weight. I'm over here living my life. Like, I'm eating, I'm drinking, I'm having a good time. And I'm not focused on, you know, whether or not I keep my weight at a certain point. I'm just living. And she was like, stop doing that. Right. You know, and so, but we now, we know it with people that, you know, in our lives. But we've heard celebrities say how hurtful that that has been at times where they were actually trying right. to get pregnant and they were struggling. Don't you don't know. And when you up here making these assumptions and asking them, are you pregnant or posting this stuff, saying somebody pregnant, that's not cool. Right. Be respectful. You know, uh, first of all, it's just not your business. It's private, honestly. You know, but then when people, these celebrities, they, you know, I saw, I remember when I watched Beyonce's documentary a few years ago and she shared that, you know, prior to her, um, prior to her having Blue and Blue being born, you know, and Jay-Z had talked about it in a song too, that prior to that, she had had a miscarriage. And of course, the public didn't know that. And, but there are so many times I can remember with them saying, Beyonce's pregnant, Beyonce's pregnant, you know, different ones. And you just don't know. There are some people when you're pressuring them and you say, when is the baby coming? What are you doing? They could literally be having fertility issues. And, and it's a be, trigger. And that's a trigger. Because, you know, you asking them these personal questions like, when, when are you going to have a baby? We waiting on you. And they're like, thinking in their mind, like, don't you think I want it? You know, in some situations. Some situations, people just living their life. They're not trying. You know, they're not interested. And maybe they don't even want kids. But either way, it's their personal. That's, that's, that's personal. Oh, yeah. And so we've seen it with um, Beyonce. Fantasia talked about it. Recently, you know, her and her husband just had a baby. I guess the baby's maybe probably not even a year old. I don't know. 
But she had talked about how prior to that, for like three years, they were really trying and they were going to see doctors and having issues. And, that uh, you know, people would ask her on social media, well-meaning, they didn't mean any harm, you know, just saying, hey. And she was like, it's a reminder of that I'm struggling. And so we have to be careful. I just wanted to throw that in that. We even saw the documentary with uh, Janet Jackson. Yes. And it was the same kind of thing where she was struggling trying to have a baby for years and doing everything she mm-hmm. could. And, you know, even if you have money. That doesn't always Right. Mean. So people don't know the struggle. We need to be careful as people mm-hmm. of what we say to people. I've seen people It's the that, same thing I say. When are you going to get married? There's a different thing. Ooh, I've seen that too. Uh, tumors in their stomach. And for whatever reason, they just swell up. Yeah. And people just say congratulations. If That's a hurtful. woman have not told you from her mouth, Exactly. Her situation, that she's pregnant, not pregnant, trying to get pregnant, all of that. Leave it alone. As you say, mind your business. Just, Just leave it alone. Mind your business because it's very psychologically hurtful or stressful because mm-hmm. there are women that are trying to get pregnant and they can't or they might have been in the first trimester and had a miscarriage. Either way, you do not know. Mm-hmm. So and most of it is well-meaning, you know, I'll, I'll say that. It's well-meaning where people are just, you know, and they, they're happy and they want to see you. But just be mindful that we just never know. I used to be, I when I used to, years ago, when I used to ride the train to work, I was so cognizant of that, that it's times where women would get on the train. You know how someone mm-hmm. may be pregnant, but you can't really right. tell. And I would want to say like, hey, do you want my seat? But then I'm I'm like... I don't know, you right, know. Right, are you saying this because I'm just big? Because not, are you saying I'm fat? Right. You know, because actually I saw a woman joke like that one day on the train. I saw a man say, you know, you know, he got up, he was like, ma'am, you know, have my seat, whatever, you know. And she was like, why? What you trying, do I look pregnant? Are you saying I'm fat? You know, and she was so, her face was so serious. He was like, oh my God. He's like, I'm sorry. And she was just like, I'm just joking. She's like, I am pregnant. She was like, I just <laughs> wanted to tease you a bit. And the look on his face of relief. You know, um, and she was she was saying, she's like, I appreciate you, you know, for giving me your seat. She's like, I just had to, you know, give you a hard time for a second. But, but it's real. It's we don't real. know what to say or when to say. I've seen women and I'm like, I wanted to offer, but then I'm, I was afraid I didn't want to offend. Right. So so it's, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Think twice. Mm-hmm. Speak and react once yes. in, in everything. And let people make their own announcements. Yes. How about that? <laughs> yes. Let them let but them I will, tell you. I will if, say if, if there's something to tell and if they're ready to share. If you're worthy enough for the information, <laughs> they may not want to tell and the, you. You know what? And these days, most people, not everyone, but a lot of people are going to end up posting it on social media anyway at some point. You know? So most people, um, that's what they do. So even if they don't get around to specifically telling you personally, once they have posted it on social media then it's open season. You can say congratulations or whatever. But I will say this, because as a single person, when I was single for so long and having friends, family members that are single, um, I've seen people do that to single people too. What are you waiting on? When are you going to get married? And it's like... Because their biological clock. It's ticking. Those type of, ooh, yeah, you just, that's a whole... (laughs) But, you know, um, you don't know what's going on with that person. Like, you don't know. They may truly, really desire marriage or desire children and that that is something that really sticks with them and bothers them. So just think twice, like you said. 
and be careful and be mindful, be considerate, you know, for that we, we never know what people are dealing with. So we have talked about a bunch of things um, today, our pop culture episode, our first podcast that we actually recorded live mm-hmm. um, marks the first year anniversary of nice. the That Life podcast. And, you know, I don't want to end this episode, of course, without saying thank you to our listeners um, for supporting this podcast and for sharing it with others. We have actually gotten coaching clients yes. literally because people listen to our podcast and they shared the podcast with people and said, you need to listen to them. And then it's, you know, they've, they've become our clients. Yeah, we've even done things that we didn't see, but because of people listening to the podcast, they invited out to invited us out to their venues mm-hmm. or shows for us to be hosts. Yep. So we have emceed a couple of we're hosting events. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot. Things from people just heard from the podcast. Just from the podcast. It's a lot. So we um, are growing and we're thankful to the audience. We're grateful to God because his mercy and grace is always sufficient. Exactly. So we, happy one year anniversary. Yes. To our listeners as well. And until next time, go live that life now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning, 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 winning. To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. This Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching. Great. You You are are part of our C factor. factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.